This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hi, everybody. This is Kimberly. And this is Katie. And you're listening to A Date with Dateline. And tonight's episode is called The Target. It was new. Uh, it wasn't a two-hour yet. They haven't gone back to two hours, but they're easing us back in with new ones. September 8th? September 7th? Yes. September 8th? September 8th. September 8th, 2017, season 25, episode 47. This episode is hosted by Andrea Canning. We got to see Andrea in black, which I know. has been my life goal. I Two know. different blacks. Two different blacks. I was so excited. But again, yeah. you were so pumped on this episode, and why were you not pumped on Obsession? I'm still angry. I imagined in my head how excited you'd be when we get to talk about Obsession. In my head, I was like, I just don't even want to know what her thoughts are until we start rolling because I'm so excited. And then you were like, yeah, it was okay. Why did you want me to watch this one? Do we need to go and talk to a, a therapist, we like might. an outside person? We okay. might. Because like now really this new down. episode, this shiny new side piece episode comes along and you love this episode. I loved it. But my I favorite. Lo- I texted you during yeah. and said I loved it and said, wow, this episode. That makes me feel like I really should have been better about Obsession. I didn't know the level to which that was a favorite. It was a favorite. A favorite. Okay. I, I get it. I don't know why I liked this one. Dive in so we can figure out why I liked, I liked this, this one, one too. so much more. I liked this one too. I just didn't, it wasn't obsession level, but I liked it a lot. It was okay. really good. It could become a future classic. Maybe this one will be the next obsession. I hope so. I really hope so. I mean, what else do you want from an episode? You have a foot doctor, a housewife, a car salesman, insurance investigators, and a former mortician. That's a cast of characters. That's Clue right there. To start. Yeah, yeah. that's... It took place in Rockland County, New York. I don't know much about it. I do know from Twitter that they don't have alligators there. We'll get to it. Yeah. It's too good. Um, Ira Bernstein, podiatrist. I did not like him, but I have my own podiatrist issues right now. And so I could have been projecting from the get-go. So Ira is just really... <laughs> I really did not think he had anything to do with a crime. I thought he was a victim right from the get-go because he seemed so meek good point and um but right away andrea shades him so much shade she goes i've always wondered why people choose feet i know right away she's like i am grossed out by your profession why would you choose that do you andrea does not like feet no No, she does not like anything to do with it no she's too classy for feet so yeah. he doesn't even answer the question. He's like, well, yes, feet are very important. That's all his answer is. I mean, Father. yeah, I think he just wanted to get close to ladies. Like, I think he just wanted to make money. Okay, so he's super rich. Is that what you meant? Yeah, super um, duper new money. He is married to this woman named Susan, and they have three kids. They met in college at a frat party, and she was very caring and supportive because that's usually the vibe you get when you meet a woman at a frat party. They're super supportive. And not a normal frat party, a Penn State frat party. So an Ivy League frat party. Right. Let's put that in And she went on to get a doctorate 
but she did not she did. appear to use it. She became a housewife. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but she did have a no. live-in nanny. Anyways, they met in college. They were very poor. They had dinner for $20. That seems like a lot if you're poor and in college. Also, this is like 2002. So dinner for $20 would still be, you're going to Outback. Yeah. This isn't, I mean, Carl's Jr. dinner for two in 2002 is going to be $7.96. Right. Yeah. They weren't dying. No, they weren't. They just weren't. They could have gotten several footlongs at Subway, dollar menu, Taco Bell. Definitely Olive Garden. Olive Garden, totally. Bottomless breadsticks and salad. Yeah, that's how you do it. Yeah. You did that in college. Yeah, I'm not going to give you an award for it, Ira. That's how I still yeah. do it. So anyways, he and Susan, <laughs> he um, opened all these foot centers and became a huge cajillionaire. He's bragging, listing all of his assets. It goes on and on. His house is 13,000 square feet, and they have a lake, and they have a dock, and they have boats, and they have a tennis court, and they have, I don't know, a helipad. I don't know. It's just like he kept adding things. And I was like, we get it. And he owns 20 properties and they own houses. All Okay, I get it. But Susan is a spender. She would spend $40,000 a month on credit card bills. What do you even, what do you spend that on? I hope that 36,000 of that was given to charities. Because otherwise that's shameful. No, I don't think so. 40000 a month on spa treatments. Spa and treatments, what? vacations. He said she got mani-pedis and spa treatments, book clubs, you know, things like that. So Ira was, of course, cheating on her because that's what Ira does. And <laughs> Susan found out about it. And instead of breaking up with him, I think she still wanted that income. So they decided to have an open marriage the open marriage did not work, shockingly, as I know it, you're all shocked because it usually works. Yeah. Especially on Dateline. One day the police come to the house and say that Susan filed a restraining order against him saying he was abusive. He says he's a teddy bear. She withdraws the restraining order and they decide to retry again. They just really give it the old college try here. They never want to give up on this marriage. Yeah. How many tries can we do? So then he meets another lady, Kelly. Oh, oh Kelly. Boy. Uh, she's a former mortician, now in the business of selling orthotics. But then at other times they call her an aspiring model. And we do see well, some photo shoots. Some? <laughs> many, some photo many, shoots? many photo shoots. I think they had a camera just follow them around on retainer all the time. We'll get to the photo yeah. shoots. I have things to say about yeah. choices. Kelly is goth, right? Kind of. She's a brat style. Like, yeah, a little bit. The goth brats. Yeah, she has that round face, like a heart-shaped. Not unlike yeah. whiny Michelle. Kelly thinks she's deer real cute. headlights mugshot. Kelly thinks she's super cute. So yeah. did Michelle, I think. Babes with coffee. So Okay, so Ira says that Kelly, when they met, understood him. What is that code for? Just Something. Something. It's Well, it's got to be foot She stuff, understood right? me se- sexually. She, sexually. Don't say sensu- <laughs> sensually. She sensually understood him. They did share intimate things about each other, which she shares with Andrea, and Andrea's face is full on like she just vomited in her mouth. Do we also mention that Kelly's a mom? Have you gotten there yet? Kelly's a mom of three. I haven't gotten there yet, but she's a mom of three, which is crazy because I don't, you know how I feel about this. This is the Amber Fry thing. Like, why do you start an affair with someone who has just as many kids as you do? That won't help anything. Now you have six kids to take care of. 
you kidding me? No. So Andrea throws our second shade of the night, which she says, were you physically attracted to him? Now that, okay, you would never ask that question to a woman unless you thought the answer should be no. Unless he, Andrea does not find Ira attractive. No. And that's why she asked that question. But she says, were you physically attracted to him? And Kelly says, yeah, of course. And Andrea goes, what do you think it was? Oh my gosh, Andrea is so good. <laughs> she's, she's, it's like they're gossiping at the food court at the mall, but Andrea's smile is full on disbelief. Really? Smiling like you were? That guy? Him? What What do you think it was? And Kelly smiles and she just says, chemistry. So obviously code for money. Chemistry I was just going to say, money. chemistry is code for dollar dollar bills. Yes. That is... We've met Ira. His name is Ira. Yeah, no one's calling out Ira in bed. God, and I say this as a Jew. Ira's okay. not a sexy name. And yeah. Ira was not a sexy person. But she had chemistry with him, which means she liked his wallet. And, but then she gets, so all of a sudden she gets like a conscience and she says she wants him to work it out with his wife if there's a possibility of that. So she backs off. I don't know if I buy all this. She says she even meets with Susan and says, I'm backing off. I want you guys to try to make your marriage work. And Susan was so enamored with her and thought, oh, you're so fabulous. If it doesn't work out with my husband, I think that you guys should get together because I think you'd be really good for him. Oh, like it's Sarah Plain and Tall. I'm picking out the future spouse. Oh, so sweet. This is the first example we have of somebody being unnaturally in love with Kelly. Well, Ira, I guess, is the first example. But then Susan. That's a great point. I have a larger theory that's going to envelop this, that Kelly is some sort of a witch. (gasps) I do too. I said the same thing, 100%. Because there's no way all these people are suddenly kind of charmed by her she's just she's not that charming but here is my thought on why they met together i think that kelly wanted susan and ira to split on good terms so that the divorce would be very favorable towards right yes i think i think she knew that it eventually wasn't going to work out and she was still going to because why would she pick yeah why would he pick her over me so he's gonna come back to me but then i look like the hero because I wa- you know, I walked away nobly, and right, I will yeah. get the money, and then we'll we'll still end up with the money, and she's not going to take him for everything that he's worth, which Susan right. could take him. Yeah, right. Okay, that's, that's very yes. I do well, agree that she's a witch. We'll get more to that, but she does this smile thing when she's talking. This smirk. Every word she says is said with a smile, even when she's saying things like, "It was horrible." It was so terrible. It was so sad. And she has this smile. I think she's trying to hypnotize people. It's the way her, her lips are. Her lips are that she sort of like automatically sort of lifts her lip and shows her yes. teeth. Yes. She shows so her teeth. And I don't think she should smile. be. It's a real smile. She should yeah, not be. No. Yeah. I also think to make that she's face. practiced in a mirror, maybe. She thinks it's sexy. And so she's practiced. It always goes up. The lips go up. And you show mm-hmm. my cheeks, cheekbones, you know, and it, oh, I hate her. But I think it's like a spell. I think she thinks she's hypnotizing Andrea and Andrea's not falling for it. So he, of course, goes back to her because she's a witch. And Susan starts calling them and leaving these crazy messages. 
and I am self-conscious because I find I think my voice is a little bit can be screechy. Shrill. Susan sounds like Gilbert Godfrey. It's like this with a New York accent. But I'm gonna murder you. <laughs> I'm gonna. I can't find you. I called your business office. I called your dad. I not find you. You're gonna yeah. burn in hell. The most abrasive New York housewife yes. I've ever heard. It's. I want to hear her read those letters that Michelle wrote a few weeks ago about the daughters of God. The daughters of God and Lilith. <laughs> um, and how the condo didn't belong to her. The condo belonged to God. And how, you know. The condo it, belongs to God. I, I didn't I'm get to read daughter. that one. But that was in an article that someone sent me. That that was in one of the letters. The condo doesn't even belong to him. It belongs to God. Oh, yeah, the contract like to, was with God. The contract, the contract for yeah, the apartment was actually was with, a contract God. under yeah. God. Yeah. Okay. So I want to hear Susan read those letters. Then we introduce ourselves to a luxury car salesman. He enters the picture. Now it's getting good. A woman came to him and asked for a hitman. Now his name is Markenzie something, but I thought, what? His name is Markenzie. Yes, he has a last name. No. Yes. I thought it was Markenzie. It's It's Markenzie like Cher. No, it's not. There's an article I read where it says his last name. I'm so mad. Half of my stuff is about how Markenzie's like Prince. He's <laughs> he's so well known in the car dealership slash hitman business that he just has to go by Markenzie. I'm sure he does. But in this article, it's Louis, Louis Saint. The word Louis, like Louis with the word mm-hmm. Saint. I thought... Louisant? Could be. I okay. thought his name was Mark and his last name was Henzi. Was- so for all my entire recap, I'm going to be calling him Mark, I think, because I don't know if I can change it now. No, you will be calling him Markenzie because I was so excited that it was like <laughs> Prince or Madonna. Okay, I'm going to try. Markenzie. He's the new Madonna. Markenzie. Okay. So I guess Markenzie had offered to help this woman with her marital problems, as a car dealer does, and she took it the wrong way. She heard what she wanted to hear. Do you need help out to your car? Yeah, and can you kill my husband? You know. (laughs) Oh, that's not what you meant? I'm sorry. Okay, so she really got the wrong idea. And he was just offering to help hook her up with a cop if she was being harassed or like a lawyer or something. Well, well. Do you think he was shady about it? And was like, I I know people. I have so many theories about Markenzie. He says he hangs out with cops all the time. But then, but then you're going to get to some information that proves that that's not true. And I'm going to point it out when you get to it. That's very interesting. So mm-hmm. he decides to play along because he thinks it's fun. She brings him a picture of the victim in a Ziploc bag. Why? Like, so it won't get wet in the rain? Fingerprints? I don't understand. Someone online wrote that they were probably very pissed about this sort of product placement. That they were being included in this sort of hit request. But she contacted him and he contacts the cops. They tell him, keep playing along. Markenzie, I'm really going to have trouble with that because all of my notes say Mark. He thought it was kind of cool. He thought it was like 007 playing along with it as I would have totally too. So the cops rig his car with video and audio and... 
he meets with the woman in a Walmart, which is so exciting. We haven't seen a Walmart in quite a while. I was really excited. Yeah. And a New York the, Walmart. Oh, yeah. The parking lot is right across the street from the police station. And the cop in the extremely tight T-shirt. Did you see it? Did I see it? We're talking. Okay, the the detectives are Robert Fitzgerald and Peter Lounsand. Peter Lounsand decided to show off his mid to late forties, not dad bod. He's no. been working on his physique. Yes, and he decided to show it on Dateline. I mean, he is jacked. Look, but I don't slim, care. slim also, and ripped. But does it matter how jacked you are? I feel like for Dateline, a nice loose fitting polo. You don't need a size medium T shirt from American Eagle. That doesn't cut it. I think you're trying to make your squad proud of you, and this is New York. You gotta be tough. And I think maybe had a crush on Andrea. I'd invite Andrea to the gun show if I had any guns. Yeah. So okay, so the tightest T-shirt, and then says. If you wanted to, what did she say? If you th- could th- throw a rock, you could hit the police station. If you had a good aim, it's so, it's did so you, close. But did you catch the next line that Andrea says? No. They make a Are, big point of telling us that the police headquarters is right across the street from the Walmart. And right. then basically in the next sentence, it talks about how they sped over there as soon as she showed up. Oh, so they didn't really have to go very far, you're saying? No, they, they did not. Just, like, they didn't need outside. to speed over there. They needed to, you know... Just walk the, outside. They needed to use the crosswalk. And it, instead, it, like, shows a car pulling into the Walmart parking <laughs> lot. And uh, you're like, you literally turned out of one driveway into another, and you already told so, us about it. But no, Anyways. I would think he needs to get his steps in, because he is a fit guy. So he probably wears a Fitbit, and he's like, I'm going to walk it, guys. Got to get my heart rate up. And then he jogged over, I think. Oh, and then do you think that Fitzy, Fitzgerald, the partner's trying to keep up? Uh-huh. And is like, I'm right with you. I'm with yeah. you, Lounsend. And like, <laughs> going with, like they're just their buddies. But he, he can't get his own tickets to the gun show. I thought he was cute, actually, the other cop. He, he was, was cute. cute. Dorky cute. They were both, no. like, kind of cute. All yeah. right. So what happens? So we have, we the meet woman, these two detectives. Yeah. The two people meet in the car, Markenzie and the woman that has hired him. And she offers $200,000, but she just says two. That drives me insane. They just don't say the denomination and they just say the number. How does the person know? How do you know it's 200000 For but a hit, I, I would think I, twenty two thousand. But if, well, we just had a $10,000 last week. But if exactly. I say, if I say 1.5, what are you going with? Million. And if I just said to you two? I would think two million. I or 2,000. Two, I would think 2,000. It's like two, and that we're supposed to know means 200,000. One means 100,000. I don't get it. Okay, yeah, she's too I cool agreed. for school, though. But she's way overpaying because that yeah. is a lot. There seems to be a large disparity in what hitmen cost. And I think it might be based on your zip code, you know, like car insurance. Yeah. You're all getting the same product. You're getting a dead person. But you're paying whatever you can afford to pay. It's like a suggested donation. <laughs> and she suggests a lot because they have a lot of money. So she wants it to be a hit and run, like an accident. Like someone just rolls over the person and then says to the cops, I didn't see them there. And then there's no investigation. What? When is there no investigation if you accidentally hit someone? They're not going to ask any questions? What? You're <laughs> like, well, that's that. That's that. It happens to the best of us. On your way. Have a great day. I'm sorry. 
Oh yeah, you were. Oh, you were texting. Great, that happens. That makes it even more understandable. Good. You won't get manslaughter. Bye, buddy. No, you won't at no. all. You'll be no. fine. So she talks it down to a hundred thousand, which is crazy. That's half the price now. How flexible are these prices that you can now just offer fifty percent? It's a sale. I don't, there has to be a it's standardized a, chart. It's a celebration. <laughs> it's the Labor Day celebration. You can get a mattress. And you can get a hit sort of sleepy Springer, Sturds and Foster, Marilyn's Chat of the Wells, murder. So then she asks for a refund for the deposit, which is so funny, but also smart business. But do you say how much the deposit was? The deposit was going to be $2,000. First of all, there's another two. She says, yeah, what, here's the deposit. And he goes, how much is it? And she goes, two. And I'm like, again, with the two, I was so, I was so mad. I screamed at the TV. Say how much it is. 2,000 is what percentage of 100 grand? I'm sorry. Is it's that- 2%, right? Yeah, it's 2%. Point 2%. Yeah, no, it's 2%. That's so- ridiculous. 10,000 at least. 10% deposit, you think? At yeah. least. I would say 10 to 30,000. Somewhere right. in there is the down payment towards the 100,000. Especially. 30,000 now, 70,000 later. Mark knows these people. He knows how much money they have. Two grand is nothing. A deposit is a way of showing good faith that you are in on it. So she asks about the refund for the deposit. The deposit of which is only 2%. I hope we're doing our math right, because that's going to be really embarrassing if we're not. It's going to be the epidemiology all over again. Was epidemiology, epidemiology was rough, but we were so off. We, we, we so could not far. have been further off. It's got to be 2%. Okay, so I think it's, yeah, I think it's 2% the deposit, but she wants to know if she can get it back if it doesn't happen. <laughs> Here's where we get the big twist. At least for me it was. It is not... Susan, the wife who is asking Markenzie to do this, it is, I, I totally thought it was, it is Ira's girlfriend, Kelly, goth princess Barbie Hooker. I was shocked. Now, I think part of the reason I was shocked, a lot of people on Twitter were shocked, to be fair. And they think she's planning it with someone else. She's not doing this all by herself. And they want to know who she's doing it. Now, remember, we already know that she's dating Ira. The cops don't know who this Kelly person is or who she's dating, but they get the feeling that there's someone that she's working with or someone who's behind this plan. They find out that it's Ira, who is their foot doctor. (laughs) It's such a small world. Hey, I think oh, he just has a monopoly on all the foot, on all the the feet. He he was all of the cops. Yeah. He is the cop, like the the force, like they have a doctor they send their cops to and that's him. And both of the lead investigators have been seen by him in the past. So they're hoping that he doesn't recognize them during any of these stings. So this is when Kelly gives Markenzie the deposit, which again is $2,000, but it's only two because she's too cool to say how much it is. But she's suspicious. So she proposes another plan which is kind of like a hit but they just want these people beat up it's kind of like a way of testing 
the hitmen to see if they're actually going to do it is first and to see that they're real. I think they think they're being like in a sting and they're, but then just back out, go well, find another hitman. Let's also be honest. Markenzie is at the end of the day, a car salesman. Yeah. Yes. You might be getting duped. Yeah. You think? And his name up until this time, I thought was a one name person. So you'd really think you were getting duped. Yeah. So you think it makes him less Reputable, reputable with a one name. If I met him and he was like, I'm Markenzie. Okay, Markenzie, what's your last name? It's just Markenzie. No, (laughs) absolutely not. You wouldn't go, oh, that's really cool. There are a few things that give me very much pause about Markenzie. Interesting. I loved Markenzie. I had nothing against Markenzie. Well, I'm about to rock your world then. You're going to be upset. (sighs) Prepare. Prepare thyself. No, you're just a dream crusher all the time. Why are we friends? So the people that Kelly wants beaten up, Kelly and Ira, are insurance investigators. They are investigating Ira for fraud, for insurance fraud. Again, there's not a lot of logic in it because... Maybe they are beaten up and they can't go to work for a couple of weeks. But, like, I feel like the insurance company is a large group, like a Cigna or something. They're just going to assign other people to the case, right? Yeah. Well, I don't I don't know. It's United Healthcare. It's who they are. So, I mean, it's big, right? Oh, I've heard United Healthcare United. is huge. Yeah, yes, so that's I, I who's investigating. I used to be with United Healthcare. So, but They're no, huge. But, but maybe they have certain agents that are only for certain cases and they split them out so maybe it would buy him some time but really only it's, it's only just buying it would just him time buy time exactly for him to it what flee just... the country are you moving to maybe that was the plan they were going to go to ensenada and leave his kids that he's gonna have to take care of if the Do wife you gets honestly... murdered oh i have no idea right they did, they did not think this through all right no keep, keep none going. of this is thought through no this is horrible. so the cops, the investigators, ask the insurance investigators if they'll play along. Because the cops just want anyone who comes to them with this something. They're like, yeah, play along. It's going to be fun. <laughs> they're going to make it look like they're beaten up. And they're going to put, like, makeup on them to make them look really injured. I can't believe this is legal to do this whole thing. Hitman thing? I don't know. It seems yeah. very shady to me that the cops are allowed to do this. It seems like leading the witness kind of thing. So... They take pictures, and the pictures of the assault are not great. Um, they were okay. Reviews were mixed on Twitter, um, if they were believable Who, or not. Who's wearing a red hoodie to beat someone up? What man who's going point. to assault someone else? They put him in a bright red hoodie. No one can see you. You're definitely invisible. And then also, who's taking the pictures? Because the assailants are in the right. damn pictures. I assumed there was an, a, f- a photog, a, a, a third person who was like a lackey, and they have to take the pictures. Oh, my nephew but took a, this? But again, I think the photos were okay, given that no one in them was a professional actor. The insurance investigators were not like, I take improv classes on Tuesdays. This is going to be my big break. None of them claim to be actors. No. So I think they did the best that they could. They show the pictures to Kelly she wants to take the pictures and show them to Ira. They're like, the cops had told Markenzie, don't let those photos out of your sight. But they know that he knows they want Ira. So he thinks on his feet, he's like, let's call Ira. Let's set up a meeting. So they call Ira. She's holding up the phone, like grinning as she's having this conversation with the two of them. So proudly, like, isn't he sound so handsome, my boyfriend? So 
can we also talk about the fact that Kelly kisses Mackenzie on the cheek every time she sees him and says goodbye to him? I have Is to... that proper etiquette? I, ju- I just thought we were uncouth because I never kiss people on the cheek when I greet them. I think Mackenzie is from New Orleans. If his last name is, what'd you say, Luzon? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. he's sort of the Southern French. Right. The, and he also has that, like, the yes. Cajun kind of. Yes. And so I yes. think that that might be part of his culture. They probably no, I think Kelly does it to everyone, though. I think she does it to her manicurist. So Ira shows up when Mackenzie shows him the pictures. Ira is very suspicious, and Mark has to talk very quickly on his feet. Um, oh, feet. Huh, Ira. Feet. Ira kind of, okay, buys it. Okay, I guess so. I don't know how you'd go from, like, being that suspicious to just being like, oh, yeah, okay, let's go forward with murder plot. Seems strange. And then Ira admits the key piece of information, which is that he is in charge, basically. He says, if Kelly calls you with a yes, that's coming from me, which is important information. But then Ira sees this little thing in the backseat of the car, which was a camera. He's like, what's that little thing? Thank God that Mackenzie grew up in the bayou. (laughs) He's a smart cookie. He He lies right away. He says it's a receiver for the headsets for the car TV screens. Which is a genius. Kids and they like laugh games. about it. How, I don't know, the car's so luxury and it's just filled with technology. He is 007. To me, he's, I was impressed by him. So then Kelly comes. She comes to meet with Markenzie and she doesn't get in the car. She goes around to his driver's side and says there is some concern. Ira has called and those investigators are not in the hospital. Mark is like cool as a cucumber. Like, I don't know what you want me to say. They're beat up. I don't know. Ira was smart, though, calling the hospitals to see if they were in the hospital. Ira's a smart cookie. He's not a joke. So Kelly says, okay, the answer is like, it's this big, it's like she's giving a rose and she's on The Bachelor. (laughs) She's like, my Mark Henzie, my answer is, and then Chris Harrison comes out and is like, we'll find out after this commercial break. And then the cops are waiting and they don't hear her say anything. And it's because she typed the word yes into her phone and shows it to Markenzie, which is so dumb because she doesn't feel comfortable saying it out loud because there might be audio, but she doesn't think there's video. What? I just... The whole rest of the thing is, if you think it's being recorded, even if it's the slightest hint in your mind, why would you still go through with this plan? Go find someone else, another hitman. Yeah, Because obviously on. she thinks I'm being recorded. So obviously you should walk away at this point. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. 
Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. So they arrest Kelly outside of Walmart, which is hilarious. You know she's wishing she was arrested outside of Neiman's or something. Absolutely. It, they bring her into the police station and they show her Markenzie handcuffed so it doesn't blow his cover. And so I think it, it makes the whole thing more real. But she won't point the finger at Ira because she loves him. And they're trying so hard. They're like, oh, won't you just be honest with us? She's like, I'll be honest with you that I love him. Oh my God, this is not a prom proposal. <laughs> and they pull over Ira and they arrest him. He's like, my life is over. I'll never practice again. Which made me think he really does care about feet. For a split second, I was like, maybe he really cares about people's foot health. Oh, he cares about and, money, 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 money. Yeah, yeah. But the feet are the basis of your whole, your whole posture. Everything comes from the feet. I'm more passionate about feet. Than you are. Know. I'm feeling like you missed your calling. Maybe I did. I Maybe instead know. of podcasting, you should be in podiatry. Podiatry. Pod, yeah, I got it. Got, Podiacasting. Got I'm trying. I'm going to get it. So now we get to hear Ira and Kelly's excuses. Oh, God. They are out on bail and they are being interviewed by Dateline. They say they didn't really want Susan dead. Kelly says she only wanted Susan dead at the beginning, but then she changed her mind. And Ira says he was desperate because he was committing insurance fraud and Susan, his wife, was on to him. So he didn't want to get caught committing fraud, so he jumps to murder because that makes sense. So his wife, Susan, knows about the fraud and is accusing him, blackmailing him, saying, I will turn you in. You're going to go to jail unless you sign this postnuptial agreement. There's a lot of confusion on Twitter. A postnuptial agreement is not a divorce settlement. It is something that you sign while you are still married that divides up your assets and decides who gets what. So Susan wants... I were to sign one that says I'm giving you basically everything, mm -hmm. which she has expensive tastes. I mean, I would, for me, half is enough. I don't understand how you could possibly need more than that. But well, she's got for the her. Kid. She does. And she has she's the, got the well, kid. Well, that's not even included in like the what the postnup would be. Child support would be something totally different, too. Oh, it seems just ridiculous so iris says only a moron would sign this postnuptial agreement and andrea throws shade again and says so you're the moron in this story <laughs> he's like i'm the moron wow. in this story she's so shady in this episode i love it yeah ira says that he told kelly that he wanted susan gone but it was more like a fantasy they were just talking and imagining and kelly admits that she crossed over and kind of put it into action Andrea says, didn't you think about the kids, the three kids that would be without the wife? And she's like, yes, I did. <laughs> I st still decided to go through with it. And Andrea's like, what did you think life would be like without Susan there? And she's like, peaceful. No, it would not because you would have six children betwixt you. Mm -hmm. Then she says that they tried to back out with Markenzie. This, of course, was never videotaped or audio because it does not exist. But it's a they different say, meeting that wasn't on tape. It, an impromptu meeting. Yeah, okay. An impromptu meeting where they decide to back out and Mark basically says that they are going to be thrown to the alligators if they back out. Which, there are no alligators. I've heard from many people on Twitter. Like, no alligators there. So again, Bayou. 
Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. But again, he's not taking their bodies all the way from New York to New Orleans. What? I feel like you just know so much about Mark and you're not telling me. It's no, I just, I just think that he, I think he's a gangster. <gasps> not my Mark Yeah, your Mark I think, is... He's a car salesman. Straight. Okay. Well... That's a front. You think it's a front. I think he deals in automobiles, but oh. I don't think he is a luxury car salesman. I think that those words were chosen for Dateline. But I think he... Maybe he was deals at a trade. lot... No, he was not. Markenzie was filmed in the Walmart parking lot. Because if you look at the cars, as I did five times, there's like a Mazda, there's like a Mitsubishi Mirage and a Geostorm. There are two people sitting in their driver's seats. And then when one of the cars, there's a bunch of baby stuff. There's like <laughs> a bin filled with, you know, the rattler toys. And it's he is cruising through the Walmart parking lot. That is where they film Markenzie walking. Maybe his workplace, which is a reputable business, doesn't mm-hmm. want to Dateline to be associated because they don't want murder to be associated. So they wouldn't let him film there. Okay, sure. So they had him walk through Walmart and then his Range Rover has rental car stickers all over <gasps> it and a rental no, it car doesn't. a rental car key with the little plastic thing that comes with the rental car key that tells the model the year the blah 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 completely so i'm he just he got into a little fender bender the week before the dateline air why are you sticking up for him so much this guy is he is gangsterific cuz he was my mvp of the week oh. and i'm going to be so embarrassed yeah well it's too late i'm going <laughs> to shut that down okay well that's okay you can have a gangster mvp you can have somebody that's in shady shady dealings but not murder he saved a life okay he's a hero another we'll just bring this up now too so the biggest thing that markenzie says is that you know he hangs out with cops and he has a lot Uh of cop friends so then what does he do when this woman comes and approaches him about killing someone which clearly he's told her stories in the past about things that have gone down with his friends or whatever he that's why she came to him it wasn't because he said you know i can take care of him for you wink wink nudge nudge or whatever he did it in a way that was convincing enough that she thought that he could actually find a hitman for her so what does he do he texts his one friend on the force who doesn't even text him back right away He waits a full day. He says, then the next day, finally, so-and-so got back to him on the text message. They say it. Andrea says it. Well, I mean, maybe they hang out at the local bar. It's not like he has all their numbers in his phone. He just has that one dude's number. But they all, he hangs out at the cop bar with the cops. But he doesn't have their number. I think. (laughs) Back me up, listeners. Back me up on this. Markenzie is not all that he seems. Markenzie has some stuff. He still saved Susan's life. Is there a reason we can't know Markenzie's last name in this Dateline episode? Why we have to know that... him as Prince or whatever? <laughs> I don't know. Is it formally I... known as Markenzie? I don't know. True. So Andrea is like, well, you could have just given them the money and then had them not kill her. And I was like, I, we didn't think that was an option. And Andrea is totally not buying it. She's like, it's surely easier to not kill someone. So much shade, and Does he's like, we up. um just at that time we did not think that um that they that they would have thought that that was a um no we couldn't have done it. Why so, did they agree to this interview? Why did Ira and Kelly agree to sit down when they're on bail? 
when they're out because on bail, Kelly that's thinks when they she's start. getting a Barbizon modeling contract from this. Well, she has to pay for that because you have to pay to be in Barbizon. Yeah. So she has to pay well, Ira grand. can pay for it. Ira said that he was so scared he put his safety above the insurance investigators that he totally went along with that willingly because he was scared and that was the biggest mistake of his life. Well, I can think that, of quite a few more mistakes. Yeah. I can think of like 10 more mistakes. She sleeps made. in your bed. That's your biggest yeah. mistake in your life. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, guys. The bar- dogs have been barking this entire episode. I don't know what's going on. So Ira says, yeah, he put his safety above the insurance investigators. And Andrea's like, what would you say to them? And Ira starts fake crying for approximately 2.1 seconds. No tears. Zero moisture. I just wouldn't know what to say. And I'm done. And that's all I had. The next sentence is full normal voice. It's a half of a sentence. Come on, Bernstein. Yeah. Pull it together. Come on. He needed to take improv on Tuesday nights. So Ira says that he would never hurt a fly. Everyone who knows him knows he would never hurt a fly. Even Susan, the target of the hit, would admit that he would never hurt a fly. Really? Can we hear Susan say that? But the cops think they can get Kelly to throw Ira under the bus, saying he was behind the whole thing. And they show this footage of her in the interrogation room, and they're putting this yellow poncho around her like she is this delicate, cold flower. Oh, I'm so cold. She is a manipulator of men. Could I get a blanket or something? I'm so cold. And batting her eyes at them, and they drape this thing around her gently, like this giant yellow FEMA poncho. Plastic, yeah. Um, <laughs> FEMA yeah. So Ira, this is so good. Ira bails himself out of jail, but leaves Kelly in there to languish for four months. And Andrea's like, why did he not pay her bail? And the DA, who's adorable, I really liked him. The one with the little buck teeth. He has the really white um, teeth and they're like little bunny teeth. No, you've got weird taste. He's like, I don't know. You'd have to ask Ira that. He let her sit in jail. He did not bail her out. I do, still don't know why. Richard is also but, clearly in love with Kelly, by the way. Yeah. He is trying Richard, so the hard. DA? The, the prosecutor is pushing so hard for Ira to take all the blame. He's like, I was, was really the one behind it. And I'm like, was he? Because I really kind of feel like they did it together and maybe Kelly pushed harder. Yeah. He was in love he, with her too. She's a witch. He was She's a witch. Love spells. Because he's married. I know my Richard. I saw a ring and he is happily married. I know it. He also wears a jaunty bow tie. Amazing. Several different bow ties. One was pink. So they want Kelly to turn on Ira and then she'll only get 12 years, but she'll get maybe get out in four. And she takes the plea and is prepared to testify against Ira. Then we come back from commercial and this is where we get to see the photo shoot where Ira and Kelly are doing prom poses like they are giddy teenagers in love, like they don't have six children betwixt them and are not planning for a woman's murder. So Ira, this is where another big twist happens. Ira throws Kelly under the bus, which is just like how he wanted Susan to be run over by a car. He likes his chicks to be hit by moving vehicles. He is a real teddy bear, though. Um, Oh, he's so sweet. And... He's, he throws her under the bus by saying that the final go-ahead never came from him to do the murder. It came from her. 
that she came home one day and was like, I had to say yes. They were pushing real hard with the alligators. I had to give him the yes. Andrea's like, she went rogue on you? And he's like, well, uh, yeah. Like, he doesn't totally want to throw her under the bus, but he does. So the prosecutor, though, thinks Iris in charge the whole time, the guy with the bow tie. And he says it's never on tape that they want to change their mind. And even if they did want to change their mind, they never went to the cops to say there's a hit out on this woman. They never go to Susan and say, hey, watch out, there's a hit out on you. And they say, on the day that Kelly told Mark Kenzie yes, she made reservations for everyone in the office to go out for Cinco de Mayo, which is just amazing, a celebration. So it's for the whole office, so it's going to be like an alibi. But I think it wasn't just an alibi. I think it was also like a celebration. Yeah, I think so too. So Kelly won't roll on Ira. Instead, she moves in with him. And maybe she really does love him. Maybe it really is true love. Because he let you sit in jail for four months. And then when you get out, you move. I don't understand. No, she needs to keep a finger on him. She needs to like keep tabs on him. Right. She's just trying to keep him under her thumb. Gotcha. I think she is the brains behind this whole thing. Yeah. So Ira takes the plea and she ends up taking, they both, they all plea. They plea all over the place. It's a plea party. Plea for all. (laughs) Susan gives a speech in court and she chooses not to be videotaped. This is equally dumb to Kelly writing yes on her phone and holding it up. Susan doesn't want to be videotaped because she doesn't want her face to be shown. That's why she wasn't interviewed on Dateline. But it's not like everyone who's ever met her won't recognize her immediately by her voice. She knows she's being recorded and they're going to use the audio of her. So um, Ira and Kelly are now in his and hers prisons, which is, I think, some more shade. That's some more Andrea shade. Yeah, it's super romantic. Also, that's a great title. He gets 5 to 15, which is crazy. I'm sorry, am I doing the cool thing of not saying the denomination? Would you think I was saying 5 to 15 months? 5 to 15 years, and that's for the murder plot. That's for the insurance fraud. That's for having those guys beat up. That's so low. That is insane. He has a really good lawyer. He has a great lawyer. Yeah, and she gets four years to 12 years. So 12 years, possibility of being paroled in four years. They got nothing. Um, it's nothing. It's way too it's little. It's crazy. This is another brilliant shading by the editors. Ira says that he still cares about Kelly a lot, but he doesn't know what's going to happen between them. And Kelly says, we really love each other. It's true love. We're going to be together forever. If there's one thing this has shown us, it's that it's true love. (laughs) But that's why this all happened. So that we could really realize how much we meant for each other. And Andrea's like, some people would call it... Twisted love or something. And and with that dumb smirk, Kelly's like, I think it's true love. Oh my god. She's trying to hypnotize the audience, the Dateline audience. I hope Twitter did not fall for it, right? No one fell for it. Okay, good. So... Um, did I forget anything? No, you didn't miss any major points. I think you got it all in there. But I have a couple of guaca moments. Do you have any yeah. guaca moments? No, because I put mine into the recap. I have a couple of guaca moments. One of them was the other thing about Markenzie that killed me is they show him pulling out of a parking garage in his rented Range Rover. And the side of the car is filthy. 
Like he <laughs> drove it through mud. Wait, is that the shot where it was raining? No, there was one it's scene the where shot. It was it's in a covered parking garage, and he pulls oh. out, and it's just covered. The side is covered in mud. So you're going on Dateline. Wash Maybe your hair. Wash your car. He stopped to right. help a lady I'm fix stop- her tire I'm, I'm on the just, side of the road. I'm stopping you right now because and you're just going to splash by mud, and they were. Had to go to the interview right after. Okay, you're just gonna defend him. He's no matter a hero. What. He's a hero. He's a zero. Okay, so <laughs> then after one of the commercial breaks at the Ramapo, I think it's the name of the police department. Uh-huh. Did you see the parade of gray middle aged men detectives? It's really funny because they show the two lead investigators sort of walk down this corridor, followed by another guy. And then all of a sudden, yes. there's another one, and there's another one, and then there's another yes. one. And it's just, yes. it's like a parade of yeah. gray-haired detectives, all following <laughs> the lead guy in the tight t-shirt. I was like, yeah, who are I these didn't... men? It was like a clown car. It, was, it didn't and stop. And it was like, of detectives, and they kept coming. But I didn't notice it the first time. I noticed it after um, our... Dear friend Cindy Boxer on on Twitter was commenting after she watched it, and What'd I had to say? go back. Um, okay, we're gonna need all six detectives to walk single file through the halls with polos and t-shirts on. Look authoritative. It was amazing. And not they walk single file. Yes, not a single none. None of them were walking or talking, no. doing a walk and talk. No, they were walking like they were at like a fire drill. Yeah, and they had to stay single file. And they were like coming around a corner, so you couldn't see how many there were. They were like, okay, yeah, they just go, kept coming. Yeah, it's like a wedding processional. Okay, you go four <laughs> steps, then you go, and it's like there's a producer on the side going, go now, go now, go now. <laughs> it was like that. It was I could yes. not. Yeah. And that just killed me. They're really hardworking guys. So I'm glad they got some screen time. No, I'm glad they are too for their families and stuff. That's fun. And then the, all the other stuff that I have is outside information. So quickly, Kelly lives in a nine bedroom house. That nine he, bedrooms. Nine bedrooms that he rented for her, that Ira rented oh for God. her before they, they moved into that house together after. But she, <sighs> up until then, she was living in a nine bedroom home, which I don't even know how big that is. Also, well, that's always a great sign. She was accused of by... Sh- oh, so Susan, in that statement at the end, they left a lot out because that statement was pretty intense. In that, she talks about how Kelly has done this before. When Kelly was 21, she ran over someone with her car and killed them. Yes. You got I did that. hear that. Okay. No, but the producer, Dateline producer says that it wasn't her fault. Well, she was that never That there were charged. no charges filed. Well, she was... They said specifically wasn't her fault. Oh, okay. And that, but they thought that that's perhaps how she came up with the idea. Right, that she could get away with it because it had happened to her it on accident. It had happened to her. Right. Uh-huh, and then no one investigates. Insane. That was really good. And then there's also some very, very unflattering pictures that I'm going to be posting and sending you of Kelly after she's been in prison. <gasps> so it's yes! her with this crazy hair. She has <gasps> naturally, like, she obviously gets that Brazilian straightening or whatever Oh, she that does. Is. Yeah. And I could tell because she was fiddling with it the whole time, right. which is what I do whenever my hair is actually straightened. Right. She, the whole time when she was in court, when yeah. she was about to be interviewed, you just play with it because it's not normally like that. Yeah, and it's so smooth. Oh. So she has kinky hair and then these horrible glasses. So she didn't have mm. her contacts or anything, but the difference is night and day. 
you're going to be amazed. It's like from Morticia to, uh, I, I can't think of an analogy. It's crazy. Um, oh, I'm so excited. Okay. Then a couple things about Ira. Ira had two malpractice suits. Did they talk about that? He had two malpractice suits in the last like few years against him. Ooh. Almost $2 million he paid out. Because Whoa. he basically disfigured a 12-year-old's <gasps> foot and then did a botched bunion <gasps> surgery. And so, like, <gasps> messed up these people's feet. Yeah, I know. So that's that's gnarly. He also, according to Susan, he agreed to go through with the plot to ram into her car. And it was okay if the oldest daughter was with them. I heard that, too. And did you hear that the oldest daughter is special needs? Yes. Okay, that's why I think they had the live-in nanny. That's what I was going to tell you. I think that it's... I, I think that's giving her too much credit. Okay. But I feel like they would have said that. All right. But I could be wrong. But you're right. I did... I heard that in an article. It said he d- he said it was okay if the daughter with special needs was in the car. I think that's horrible. I think that's... Oh, it's... Yeah, he's evil. And then... The last thing is that Ira's lawyer, in order to shorten his jail time, requested something called shock incarceration. What the heck is shock incarceration? See, it must be something awful because it shortens your jail time if you get shock incarceration. Do you know what that is? No, I've never heard of it. That's crazy. It must be really bad. I know, but I thought you'd be fascinated by it. So we got to look it up and find out what it is. Do they do shock therapy? I don't know. But what could be worse than like solitary confinement? I don't know. I know you can get reduced jail time by working a lot or do certain programs, but what would that be? What's well, shock yeah. incarceration? I know. All right, that's all I've got. Oh boy. So <laughs> I, I my MVP was Mark Kenzie, and I'm st- I'm gonna stick with it. I don't care if he's part of the mob. I don't care if he runs illegal car trades. And maybe is dropping He's... an album? I would love for him to drop an album. Okay. I would pre-order it right now. <laughs> it's just called Markenzie. Yeah, and that's it. That's what I have. Markenzie, self, yeah. self-titled album. For my MVP, I picked Peter Lusand, the tight t-shirt cop. Oh. I like yeah. those two cops. I like Fitzgerald and Lusand. I did too. I, they I thought were, they I were cool. I them too a lot. Yeah. I'm surprised that they're, one of them is not your MVP and you went with Markenzie. Um, well, also, I liked that. I liked the DA with the bow ties. I liked true. him a lot. And then my loser is going to be Kelly because, yeah, I picked her. Sorry. Worse than Ira. Yeah, for sure. Kelly, I have never seen someone with 55 pictures of themselves in black against a white backdrop that are all different, all different times. She had several photo shoots in which she said, I want a full white backdrop or I want to be leaning on a white wall all in black. Really weird poses, though. Did you not find that her body poses were very strange? She's like, short. In one, she's, she needs to go get some lessons from Tyra. Well, no, that's what she was doing. That's the problem is she's watched too much America's Top Model and you watch those girls, but those girls are not 5'1". Those girls are 5'10". So what they're doing with their limbs and stuff is different. And they always say elongate, elongate when they have a shorter model on. Shorter, by the way, who's 5'6", not who's 5'1". And so Kelly's trying to elongate her body in these weird poses that just make her look spooky and evil. There was one that was really cool and her eyes were really bright. Yeah. Um, Do you want to go straight into Fashion Police about the eyes right now? Or do you want to? Yeah. 
Do you have feelings um, about the eyes? And I thought eyes? sometimes, sometimes when her makeup was good, I thought she looked okay. In when she was on trial, she had some blush on, mm-hmm. and I thought it looked nice. Okay. And her hair looked good. But the elephant I in think the room? I can see that she's that men would find her sexy. What's the elephant? That she's wearing blue contact lenses. Oh well, yeah. A lot Over of brown eyes. On that. Which is nonsense. What? <laughs> Why are you doing that? We can tell. How do you know she was doing that? Maybe she's not. Because I knew at the minute. Maybe. I was like, oh, well, you clearly have brown <laughs> eyes that you're trying to all of a sudden make like like they're blue-brown. Nobody has blue-brown eyes. Nobody has a deep brown. What if they blue. were blue and she was wearing those blue, those slightly blue contacts so that you can see them? No, that was not like that. See, and that's the problem. If you're going to go for it with the colored contacts, then go for it and wear those ice blue, I want to have light blue eyes go. And they black out all the brown and they give you sort of a way too large pupil because they don't cover it completely. She would love that. It would look like she was hypnotizing someone. It's not like she can't afford it then. Why doesn't she go and do that instead of wearing weird blue brown? And she also only wears black and white. So I applaud her for having a monochrome wardrobe, but... I think she's like, that's my thing. It is her thing. And then she takes black and white photos that are color, but she's in black against white all the time. And then she puts Ira in photos that are them in black and white against white. Right. Yeah, she's a witch. Let's talk about um, what whatever the opposite of a witch is. Well, witches could be good. Hermione was a witch. That's true. An angel. A, a good, an angel who is Andrea Canning, who I knew they posted a picture of her wearing white, and I was so happy. I knew she would wear white after Labor Day. She did. Because she does not need those rules because she's perfect. Yeah. And those rules are arbitrary and archaic and she is a modern gal you're talking about and when she's on location and she's in the she white wore outfit the white the very white frilly yeah. very feminine dress no one has ever looked classier that adjacent to a walmart and a police station it was beautiful it was perfect it was beautiful mm-hmm. and then she has that light blue but it was i didn't know if it was like a jacket like that she was wearing inside i didn't totally understand the light blue mo- the light blue it. motorcycle jacket yeah. I thought that was really cute. I thought that was a fun choice. I thought it was No, it's cute. adorable. Yeah. I just didn't know if it was like an outerwear type thing or if you can also wear it inside like a business jacket. Yeah, for sure. So did you have any alternative theories? It was Markenzie that he was a gangster and that all of that nonsense about but the alligators that and all that's that true. But that is not an alternative theory for the murder, which because there was no murder. My, no, think was... I think my alternative theory was just that Markenzie was in on it. Markenzie was, and Markenzie, I think, did know people that would kill someone. Yeah. I don't have a problem he... with Markenzie, except that he's misrepresenting himself. An alternative theory would be Susan made herself so annoying that she knew that they would try to kill her and then she would get all the money and the kids and everything. That's an alternative theory. That is a good one. Do you have any other titles? Yeah, I do. For sure. Okay, I'll go first. Mine are worse. Oh, probably not. What do you got? The Teddy Bears Orthotics. (laughs) Because it sounded like an an Agatha Christie novel to me. I don't know why. Um... Cinco de Murder. Yes, excellent. Um, Head Over Heels in Love. Yes, keep them coming. Walking on Broken Glass. No, it doesn't really work, does it? No. What? No, okay. Um, <laughs> this is my favorite one. Because it, it has two meanings. 
the many shades of Andrea because oh, she good. wore more colors than we've seen in a long time and she threw shade multiple times. Yes, she did. Excellent. Okay. Now Very you good. Go. Um, I have see you later, alligator. <laughs> and then I have your very favorite a murder's afoot uh huh yeah mm-hmm. and then I have mm-hmm. I knew the puns were coming I have your money's not safe in an IRA oh my god <laughs> and then uh, and then wait no I'm sorry wait and then there's yeah, one no. more I can't, no, I can't. One more. Lessons in Podai, a tree. <laughs> oh my god. Get it? I just don't. Podai, a tree. I get it. I get it. You're so proud of yourself. I'm really proud That's of That's ridiculous. I nailed it. Podai, a tree. That's going to be the new sewer. Are you sewer? Are you sewer? You don't want. Oh, oh my god. Nailed it. That was. No, you nailed your own coffin <laughs> shut with those puns. People um, are sending them in. I've seen them. You said you tell me about them. I'm sure there are ones you don't tell me about because you don't want to encourage me. But I don't like to encourage you, but sometimes I do just to show you how dumb they are. I have friends. I hope you'll turn to the other side. No, I, you have some pun. You have some fans of punning. I have friends out there. Uh, I know I do. They yeah, just. They just. This one. They just, I am. Not I just your can't talk anymore. to them because I'm not on Twitter. Exactly. Bummer. You made your choice. Um, Give me some Twitter. I gave okay. me some Twitter. So, uh, Dateline producer gave us some really good info. Did you know that Susan and Ira are still married? No. It, no. November 2016, I thought, was when it was the papers were filed. No, because she tweeted yesterday, they are still married. I'm in shock. I don't know what to say. Why? Yeah. I don't know. I think because he's too cheap to sign any papers. And they can't come to a deal. I knew there was something. I saw a bunch of articles about her trying to get a couple of the properties and him just refusing. So I wonder, man, yeah. weird. Money makes, I know they have like a weird. house in, money's weird. They have a house in the Bahamas. They also have all those properties that they, they said a beachfront property in New Jersey or something like that. Yes, they have a Jersey Shore property. <laughs> and they, of course they do. Um, they live next door to Situation. And um, Ronnie. And <laughs> Ronnie. Dateline producer also says Kelly's psychiatrist, t- yeah, told Dateline her trauma from her previous marriage influenced her to commit this crime. What? Come on. I'm sorry. I mean, as someone else pointed out, if everyone who has been traumatized by a marriage tries to kill someone, then the whole country would be dead. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. Redford 512, <laughs> agony of defeat. Oh, damn uh, it. Feet. See, I just kind of like rubbing it in your face that you didn't come up with that. No, I didn't. Yeah. But I did get to a murder's afoot, and you were right you there, did. but you didn't get to Although it. Although Kaisler Soze said something was afoot with the podiatrist and his girlfriend, but he was solely responsible. I'll show myself oh. now. A two in one sentence. But that's because Kaiser Soze and I are soulmates, possibly. Yeah, he's good. You're married. You, but you Rachel didn't get K. my joke? Soulmates? Oh, oh. No, I didn't because it was late. Kaiser got um, it. You got it, didn't you, Kaiser? Rachel K. Shepard says, do we think Kelly wanted Susan to get plowed outside the restaurant? <laughs> hey, everybody, look outside. 
right now. <laughs> Is that not kind of genius? Because then she would have a perfect alibi because she's at the, di- like, obviously it wasn't her, but she also gets to watch the whole thing go down. It's smart. It's kind of smart. Caitlin, who is a S-T-R-Y-X owl, says, ah, there are some alligator tears. Oh, See, now a couple people, couple people made that joke. So good, Um, so good. Yeah, that's good. Yoga champagne, sorry, Kelly, no refund. Do we think she tried to get her money back? I'm sure she did. I'm sure she did. With the whole thing, I think she did. Misty Marie 34, did you want Susan dead? Yes, in the beginning, but after I got caught, I didn't. (laughs) <laughs> that's basically the excuse uh sweet lady while out on bail dateline had ira put on his scrubs and pretend to work that's some dedication to b-roll you know that's i'm amazing. obsessed with the b-roll they had him standing in front of the largest filing system of patients you've ever seen flipping through files because he's like i'm a doctor and then there was another one where he was looking at x-rays <laughs> Because he's like, I'm a doctor. I'm looking through x-rays. Again, I'm a doctor. Yeah. And then there was one with the lawyer, and he's flipping through this giant binder highlighting things, because he's like, this is what lawyers do. (laughs) I'm being a lawyer right now. I love their B-roll. RDR, Inc. CEO, Ira never seen someone after a fight in his life. Like, that's why he was so confused by the photos. Katrina3511, this episode is called The Target but they met at the Walmart. Dang it. <laughs> oh. Are, are you mad or are you happy? Ten more minutes. Both at the same Ten time? more minutes, Katie. You could get there. <laughs> oh. But you didn't. But I you didn't. didn't. I didn't get there. You, but you had a whole day, and Katrina3511, she wrote this on the spot. I didn't. During I the had, episode. I, I had 15 minutes before we started recording from the end of the episode. So you're blaming time. It was a time issue. I'm, I'm, I don't know what I'm blaming. You. Okay. Me. That seems fair. Okay. Uh, Alfredo Rapp says, I almost expect Susan to show up in the car next time too. <laughs> Kill me. I, cause again, it was like a clown car. Like, I think Susan would show up and be like, hey guys, I'm in on it too. Oh and then, then somebody, it would be like one of the kids shows up and they're like, I'd also like to hire you, Markenzie, but to kill my parents. And then the dog shows up and she's like, I want you to kill the whole family. By the, by <laughs> and, the like, way. Like their neighbor comes up. Kill them all. They suck. By the way, just realized real lack of friends, neighbors, family, no other yeah. extraneous interviews. Maybe they're cutting that out in Dateline. This do season. we think, or do we just think they did not have any? These are my questions. Do you have any important things that are in the news this week? I just would like to say that... Wait, stop. Leslie... It's all in the news. Thank you. Is that right? I would like to say that one of Charles Manson's followers, Leslie Van Houten, is getting released from jail. What? And I'm really scared. Because I think it's a really bad idea. She's coming for you, specifically? No, I just I just feel like it's going to bring out all of the crazies. The Mansonites? I think they're going to plan something. Yes. But that is frightening. Um, I'm very, very surprised that she's getting out. Huh. I know. No one thought it would ever happen, but she didn't actually do anything violent. She was there, but she didn't actually do anything violent. And she was really young. So they think she's redeemed herself. How old is she but- now? Is she in her 60s? She's not gorgeous. She's not even going to know what she, to do with herself. No, she won't know technology. She won't know anything. Weird. She won't know that you're not supposed to murder pregnant women in their houses. Yeah. 
She won't know those kind of things. So <laughs> She maybe didn't um, learn that in prison. We'll see. We'll find no. out. Maybe she'll get her own reality show, like on no. E, and then we can keep track of her at least. Oh my God, I would not then be we'll surprised. know what she's doing. You could totally see that happening. You know, if Ryan Lochte got a show, then Leslie Von Houten can get a show. I guess that's all home, I have to say. Home with Von Houten. No. Follow us on Twitter. Subscribe to us on Instagram. No, that's not right. Follow us on Instagram. Subscribe to us on iTunes. Leave us a review. Follow us on Facebook. Watch Facebook, cool Facebook for, stuff. yeah, watch Facebook for Bingo. It's coming. Yeah, Bingo's coming. Don't watch alone. Watch with Mark. Kenzie. Oh my gosh, she couldn't even get that. Day late and a dollar short. You finally got it. Done. Yep. Bye, everybody. <laughs> Bye, everybody.